Good evening, gentlemen, ladies. It's James Marshall on a balmy evening here in Budapest with an Ask the Naturals. This one goes like this. I have a plutonic female friend, a wing woman, if you will, if you will, and she would like to know this. Would the five principles work on a man if a woman was using them? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. When I read this, I was like, that's a really interesting question, and that's not a question that I've thought very much about before, so I'm going to have to try and tackle that one. Myself and Liam actually did look into coaching women some years ago, and we had, I think, three, three female clients that we had. Uh, and these were girls who specifically wanted to go out and approach men, which is a really cool thing, actually. Uh, in my life, I think I've been approached by women two or three times total. Uh, and that was, I, one was in Norway where girls do that kind of thing. And a couple were when I was in a band and girls came up to me after a gig, which is the main reason why I started playing music. But it doesn't happen very often. Very, very rare for a woman to go and approach a man, which I think sucks for the woman mostly, because even if you're a very attractive, charming young lady, the general reality is that you have to wait around for men to come and talk to you. Not that you'll have to wait very long. <laughs> like if you're hot, then you will get plenty of attention and plenty of men coming and trying something on you. But to me, it feels like, I don't think I'd want to be in that position. Even if I was like a super banging hot chick and I got lots of attention, I, I think it's awesome that as a man, you you have uh, the permission and, and almost the, um, the duty to go out, go out there and make things happen, which means that when you learn how to approach, that you get to go and choose a girl. So that's an awesome thing. So for women, how, does, how, how are the five principles relatable? And so I sat down, I actually thought about this for quite a while before I answered this question. So here's what I've got. One thing that's really interesting is that women will get very inaccurate messages from men about how well they're doing, right? Because if a girl is cute enough on the man's scale that, you know, let's say the man has whatever average availability to women, which is not much, and he gets a girl on a date and she's cute-ish, he will tolerate, generally, all sorts of shitty behavior, bad communication, narcissism, rudeness, vagueness, spending time of her swiping stuff on her phone. He'll put up with all sorts of shit in order to get, to get laid. Oh, sorry, if a man was doing what many women do on a date, right? So if I went on a date and I didn't ask a single question about the girl, if I looked at my phone often, if I just talked about myself, if I was really showing that I had no passion and that I wasn't really interested in, in anything uh, and I wasn't contributing in any way, the, the girl would not go home with me. That would not be an attractive prospect. Yet even me, I know that I have certainly in recent memory put up with terrible behavior from girls because I'm like, all right, she sucks, she's an idiot, but she's pretty cute, so I'll just go through with this to get to the sex. I had this happen uh, this year, and I went on a date with a girl. She was actually kind of interesting. Like, she had some fun stories, and she was, she was cute, and like, she, she had some charming qualities. But as we were going through the date, I realized that it was about an hour in, she had not asked me one question about myself. Not one, nothing. Like, she knew my name, and that was it. And she just kept on talking about herself. And what did I do? Did I call her out on it then and there? Nope. I just led her to my bedroom and had sex with her. And afterwards I thought, will I see that girl again? No, nah, I definitely won't see that girl again. It's not that I have an amazing need that I have to talk about myself. I get to talk about myself quite a lot in other forums. It's not that I need to express myself with her, 
But I certainly understand that if I'm going to be with a girl in any kind of capacity outside of that one night, she has to be curious about life, about me, about what's going on in the world. And so I think I did her a favor and I wrote to her because uh, she wrote saying, hey, do you want to hang out again? And I said, listen, to be honest, uh, I won't see you again. And I think you're, you're a pretty open-minded girl, so I'm going to give you some feedback. And then I explained. I said, listen, uh, when we were together, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but you didn't actually ask me a single question about myself. All you did was talk about yourself. Uh, and that's something that I don't really, doesn't bother me personally, but in, in future, this will ruin your chances with guys if you're really interested in them. And uh, she wrote back and said, uh, you know, don't hate me for being me. Uh, anyway, see ya. So she didn't really take the feedback. She took it as, a, as a, like a personal affront criticism. And unfortunately, she won't, I don't think she'll change that behavior. And this is the thing is that girls, if they're, if they're attractive or, the, or men don't have many options or some combination of that, they just don't get correct feedback from men because men will put up with all sorts of stuff to just get in their pants. So the, the advantage of that for the woman is that she, she will get to have sex with a man if she wants, like more or less if she goes on a date with a guy, pretty rare for a guy to send her home. I sent one girl home in New York last year. It was a Tinder date. I don't like Tinder dates, but I do them occasionally just to remind myself how shit they are. And I went on a date with this Russian girl and uh, I said, uh, so, you know, how you doing? She's like, fine. I said, hi, oh, so, you know, what are you doing in New York? Not much. Yeah, but, okay, what are you doing? Like, what's been happening? Going on Tinder dates. I said, oh yeah, how many Tinder dates you been on? Five. How do they go? Not very good. And I, we chatted for a bit more and it was, it was just that same kind of, she was like, didn't care, wasn't interested, was kind of rude. And I said, listen, do you know why all of your Tinder dates have gone very badly? No, why? And I said, because I'm one of the most fascinating men on the planet. I'm actually really fucking interesting. I have so many facets to me. I, I have done so many things. You can't imagine the things that I've seen and done. Yet you will never know anything about that because we've been talking for 20 minutes and you haven't asked me a single question about myself. And she says, what do you do? I'm like, all right, that's a good try. And then I said something and then she just scowled. And I said, you know what? I think we're just gonna call it a, a night. I don't think there's anything gonna happen here. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So I shook her hand and, and I walked home uh, and told, it, told my girlfriend all about it. So, you know, it's occasionally <laughs> do a girl a favor if she, if she is, acts like that. I think it's good to give, give her a feedback, but for the most part, women won't receive that feedback. The guy will just either flake on them, he'll fuck her, if he can, and then he'll just vanish. And then the girl will be wondering what, you know, why, why does this always happen to me? So when it comes back to the five principles, like I'm not here to give it a big advice column for women, but in terms of how do the five principles relate, I guess it's like, you've got to look at it like, what do you want out of a man? If you want, if you just want to get sex, then that's, that's not so hard for most women to, to achieve. If you want to have good reoccurring sex, or you want a guy to respect you and like you and want to see you again, uh, then yeah, you're going to have to do more than just show up and be pretty. And so there, it's like, do the five principles apply? Yes, they definitely do. They don't exactly, like I can't just take the exact same model that I teach men and place it over to women. Primarily because when it comes to, a lot of the actions are very, on the five principles, are very masculine and proactive. They're very penetrative. They're very, uh, they're, they're the process of leadership and initiation and taking action. Now, in an ideal world, I think it would be awesome if girls came up and approached men and said, hey, What's going on? I, I, well, I did when I was teaching girls way back in the day, so I taught this one girl, and she was a cool chick, and I still know her. She's, she's lovely and funny, cute, but not gorgeous. Um, you know, bubbly and a bit ditzy, but like an interesting, quirky girl. And she wanted to learn how to go and approach guys. And so I took her out, I put her on the mic, and uh, we went around, did a few warm-ups, And then she, I said, well, what kind of guys do you like? And she's like, 
See that guy over there? And it was like this hipster dude with like a perfectly sculpted beard and like cool like hair and like he had those rad headphones on and he had a camera, nice camera and he was just and a skateboard I think. He was just like the coolest hipster dude. She's like, I, I'm always intimidated by guys like that. Like he looks way too cool for me. I'm like, okay, well, let's let's just do what we would do with, with a guy. You're just gonna go over and introduce yourself. And so she went over and she's just like, hi. He's like, hey. She's like, um, I know this is, I don't know, this is maybe a bit weird, but uh, you're really handsome, so can I, can I sit down and talk to you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he sat down and then I listened in for 10 minutes. And then he's like, do you wanna like go? And he took her and they went home and had sex. And I was like, class dismissed. <laughs> I was like, that was easy. Uh, one session and she's, and she's fixed. And then uh, when she finished, like some hours later, she gave me a call. She's like, oh, that was awesome. You were amazing. I'm like, not really. I didn't really do much. I just gave you the permission to go up and talk to him. And he said, yes. Like in an ideal world, fuck, it would be great if women were able, were acting upon their impulses and just going and talking to guys. It doesn't usually happen. It happens sometimes in Scandinavian countries or in places like New York, where girls are far more kind of emancipated and tough or they go for what they want or there's a scarcity of men like New York there's not enough single straight guys so women have to be a bit more proactive <clears throat> so that's cool but when I've talked to girls about this in the past I said do you go and do you go and talk, talk to guys and they usually say something like oh look I tried that once or twice and the guy freaked out right so because men are not used to it and they don't really know what to do with it often men can have an ego about it so if a girl comes up and shows interest uh, it kind of he feels like it's taking away his masculine power and he makes these assumptions about the girl oh well if she's coming and talking to me she must be a slut right which is a stupid stupid way to perceive this situation if you if we want a world where people connect and sleep with each other when they want to and uh, follow their impulses and don't play all these ridiculous time-wasting games where they don't go, f don't get what they want because they're trying to prove that they're not something and worrying about what the other person thinks, then yeah, sure, think about a girl who's proactive as a slut. I would love it if girls came up and did this. I had a girl approach me uh, online the other day, invited me out for a drink at 10, 10 o'clock at night. We met up and she, and she was actually, when I think about it, using the five principles. She was uh, asking me, probing questions, she was challenging me, she was certainly giving me good intention and eye contact, she was touching me on the on the leg when uh, when she didn't have to. Uh, and then it was up to me at the end to say, hey, let's get out of here, and I pulled the trigger and we went home. <clears throat> so, you know, that kind of dynamic is certainly viable for a woman. However, because of the fact that a lot of men will freak out about it, often you'll need to adapt it, right? So, instead of projecting intention of like, okay, I'm gonna go and approach the man, <clears throat> It's often more effective to project the intention of availability, right? So this means I've got a, several female friends who are very good pickup artists. They always get the guys that they want. Always, they always shoot for guys that are kind of more hot and more well. Um, what do you call it? Have higher status or whatever than and so on. But the way that they get the guy is they make themselves available, right? Which means that they don't go to clubs, right? They don't go to clubs where there's like. 500 people and is pounding fucking techno music and everyone's getting wasted and trying to scream in each other's ears. That's not a great place for a girl to be able to to be able to actually check if a guy is dangerous, boring, uh, knows what he's doing, is able to hold a conversation. Not a great environment. So the girls I know who have who are very good at getting guys that they want tend to involve themselves in a scene, right? So they get involved in the country music scene or in the hipster fucking art house scene or uh, a rocker scene and somewhere where there's there's lots of scenes where there's more guys than girls because the guys tend to be more specifically interested in a type of music or a, um, like an activity right so if you're like a dorky shy girl and you want to meet lots of interesting guys 
pretty easy. You just join a join some kind of group or club where there's lots of dudes, um, and as a result, you'll you'll be able to interface with them. Now, using your intention of like availability, which is that I'm open to communicating, right? and a lot of women don't project that at all. They project being closed. They project defensiveness. They project bitchiness. It's it's one of the reasons why. Often the girls that get approached most are the not like stunningly hot girls, they're the cute smiley girls. Like they might be chubby or they might be, you know, not perfect looking, but they're smiley and like they look available, right? They look approachable. They look like a, a man looks at her and goes, yeah, I reckon she's not gonna rip my balls off. So maybe I'll go and talk to her. Whereas that like stony faced model who's over there like going like this is not approachable. Even though the reality is she, the stony faced model is 18 years old. She's still more or less a child. She's just in this intimidating looking body and she's wearing high heels and a dress. So everyone's afraid of her. In, real, in reality, most likely she's afraid. She doesn't know how to deal with a man who's five years older than her or a man who's confident. And so she projects uh, an unavailability and a bitchiness. Unfortunately, most women waste their youngest, most beautiful years being unavailable. They waste them by projecting a front to uh, men that says, you can't talk to me. You know, I'm, you're, you're not good enough for me. I don't want to speak to you. you know, I don't need you. And as a result, this means that she spends a whole lot of time alone uh, and also in antagonism with men, not actually stepping into positions where she can uh, communicate, right? So that's the, that's the first thing in terms of like intention is that if you, if you actually like a man, you need to communicate that to him. Men are not always that great at picking up on the subtleties of uh, communication. So a girl may think, you know, I'm giving him signals and he should know what, what I'm doing, but often men miss them or they misinterpret them. Often they negatively interpret them. So if a girl's giving a guy a look, um, he will, if he's not, if he doesn't have correct mindsets, will perceive that that means that uh, maybe she's just looking past me at the bar. Right, instead of interpreting that as, that as an invitation. In terms of emotional impact, this is, an, this is an area where a woman can vastly improve in terms of her ability to communicate with a man. If you go and position yourself in a scene, stand close to the guy that you like, uh, you can certainly open him. Uh, and often the best way to open a man is indirectly. Right? So I would give, usually give different advice to a woman than I would a man in terms of if you want to go up and speak to him, yeah, I mean, you can just go up and say hi and introduce yourself. And I, and I recommend doing that as a girl if you're like, if you're sick of not being able to take power in this situation and not being, and having to wait around for men, why not? Why not just go and speak to me? Uh, be aware that they may freak out, but that's just the same way that like a, guy, a girl will freak out, right? So how do I deal with a girl freaking out? I acknowledge it. So if you go up to a guy and you're like, hi, in a bar or something, and he's like, hey, what do you want? Say, I don't know, I'm just sick of waiting around for men to talk to me and you look really cute. So you mind if I talk, talk to you? Why the fuck not? Right? And, uh, and the reason why I wouldn't want, to, wouldn't want to do that, doesn't want to feel rejection. Well, too bad. Yeah, we have to feel it many, many times. If you want to get excellent men, then why not try approaching? You can certainly approach indirectly as well. Right? So that's, uh, that's something that women will often do. They'll go and ask a guy for a cigarette or ask for directions or ask him what he's drinking or something in a pub or a club. That, that will work. Whereas for a man to do that, that won't work. Right? Because it just gives the guy the opportunity to feel like it was his idea so he doesn't have his ego bruised. Anyway, if you, once you get past the initial like getting into conversations with guys, how can you make it so that he's actually interested in you as a person and doesn't just see you as like, all right, I'll put up with you in order to fuck you? This is where the emotional impact stuff comes in heavily, using emotional impact and pressure and release through qualifying. And this comes down to simply actually asking open-ended questions, actually asking personal questions. On a practical level, this is where the 
techniques that, and the methods that I teach men are absolutely transferable. The use of open-ended questions, of getting into the personal space and not just chatting about the details, of actually being curious about the person is massively important, right? It's like, especially if you want to start shooting outside your league, right? So you want to start getting men that are not just idiot fuckboys or not guys that are bland. Like if you want to actually go for men that you feel alive with and you feel inspired by, then they're going to need to feel special around you. Uh, and because men have so much experience with being with women who are disinterested, it is really, really refreshing <clears throat> to be with a girl who just actually does ask you questions, who contributes, who looks you in the eyes, who laughs when you say a joke, who touches you on the arm to validate you. Right? So all of this kind of stuff, which is totally what I would teach a guy is, yes, 100% transferable to a woman. And for any woman who thinks, oh, that's, I shouldn't do that, that's the man's job. <clears throat> well, yeah, the man, sure, the man is probably going to go ahead and do all that stuff, but it's not much fun, right? It's being on a date where one side is dragging the whole interaction, even if he is skilled and he's able to do that, like I do that, right? I've dragged many women through a date and done almost all the work, but after that, like even I get her in bed and I'm like, I won't see her again because I don't have to, I have choice. Yeah, if I have the choice of like, all right, I had sex with three beautiful women last fortnight, who do I want to see again? I don't want to see that girl who didn't ask me any questions or who was surly or just complained about her workplace or just talked about herself in this narcissistic ways. I just want to see that person again. And then I'm just going to flake on them. If I could be bothered, yeah, then I'll give her some feedback. Most men won't. And then that's where women tend to develop a bitterness or an anger towards men over time if they are getting the feedback from the man that he just leaves and she doesn't really know why. So it's vitally important that a woman, if she wants to have quality partners and she wants to be able to see them multiple times, whether or not it's that's for a monogamous thing or whether it's not, it's a great friendship that includes sex or, or it turns into something platonic, then she's going to need to be able to utilize these same principles. A man of choice just simply won't put up with anything less. And finally, when it comes to pulling the trigger, this is an area which is, I've had girls throughout my life, not often, but occasionally, be the one to invite me home. Yeah, and, and, they, and they've done the same thing as, as I would do. They say, oh, do you want to come up for a glass of wine? Or do you want to go and check out something in my room? You want to get out of here? That's awesome. It's an awesome thing to do. I think it's a really liberating, powerful thing for a girl to be able to do. Yeah, she may not be comfortable with saying, do you want to come and fuck me? Because she may be worried about being slut shamed. And that's fair enough because yes, often men can't really handle a a female's overt sexuality. But that's why women I've known who are sexually open and, and go for what they want, they tend to maneuver into social scenes where people accept that. They're not gonna hang around men who are super macho and have this Madonna whore complex and who judge women for their behaviors. They're gonna hang around in the queer scene or in the arty scene or in uh, some open-minded scene where people are cool with that. And uh, that's a great thing to do. But yeah, I, th I highly recommend opening uh, opportunities for men to pull the trigger and if they don't then just insinuate yourself and pull the trigger anyway. Mostly an, an effective specialized female seducer will be very good at opening opportunities for the man to take the lead. That's ten, that will tend to be the, the thing that works best. Uh, unfortunately many men will miss your cues when you say oh I just missed my last bus home and he's like oh well I better get you an Uber then or you're like so what are you doing after the club closes and he's like well I guess I'm going home. Unfortunately, men will miss many of these hints, but still throw them out there when you want to be with a guy. And why not just say, hey, well, do you want to go for a walk first or we can get a cup of tea or I don't know, do you want to take me to show me your record collection? Do people still have records? Probably not. Show me your MP3 collection. Uh, 
yeah, you'll be surprised. Like very commonly, if any time a girl's done that to me, I've gone, oh, fucking thank you. What a great girl. I'm going to take her home and treat her absolutely awesomely because she is one of those few women who takes a bit of the load off me. So in conclusion, are the five principles applicable? Yes, you wouldn't transfer them exactly word for word, action for action as they are applicable to men. Although you could try, sure, go ahead and just go and approach guys and say, hey, I like you, what's your name? Yeah, tell me something about you. Yeah, are you any good at that? All right, well, in that case, I want to take your number. I'm going to text you. You'll probably get laid tonight. It'll probably be no big drama, but some, some men just won't be able to handle it. Their egos will be too fragile or they'll be too shy or they'll think that it means all this stuff about what kind of person you are. If you want it to be more, more kind of subtle uh, and universally effective, then okay, you need to adjust the principles to the needs of the situation open opportunities and when you are in interactions with men and you're really interested in him yeah okay you don't want to gush you don't want to be like oh wow you're so amazing and giving too much attention to the guy because just like uh, if a man does that to a woman then it's it's unattractive it's unappealing that's why you would still use qualifying by asking him probing questions and testing him but there's a difference because women often do test men but there's women who test men in a bitchy way where they're really poking at him and being aggressive or dismissive of him. Most men won't be able to handle that and it's also just tends to suggest to the guy, well, she's just an aggravating person. She's, she's just a bitchy person. So unless you're super hot, in which case you'll get away with it, uh, even if you are super hot, why do that? But if you are doing gentle probing and testing of the guy, then that's good because it will give him the opportunity to express himself. Don't do it to call him out so that he looks like a fool so much because then he's not gonna feel confident around you so he's not gonna want to be around you. It's the same thing with a guy. You test a girl, you put apply pressure on her, you try to qualify her, she feels pressure, she invests something and then you reward her. Same thing, you test the guy, you ask him what he does or why he does this or what he loves about this and he shows you his portfolio, his hipster photographs and you go, oh, I, really like the, I really like the light in that one and the way you composed it. And, oh, why did you decide to do that? And he, he justifies himself and then you reward him and he's like, yeah, cool, I feel pretty awesome around this girl. I wanna be around her more because she validates me but she doesn't give me validation too easily. Yes, it all works for everybody. Seduction, the universal game, the most important skill that you can learn in your life. If you're a cute girl and you're just riding on your looks, your looks will fade. Men will fuck you to get just, they will put up with stuff to fuck you, but they won't like you and they won't treat you that well and they probably won't want to see you again. That's not so fun. Be a nice, interesting, probing, extroverted, intent-filled, lascivious lady and you will have an amazing fun life. So there we go, that's my first foray into ranting and raving to the women out there. If you got any, uh, to my fans, if you've got any single female friends, pass it on to them. I'd like to see their comments. And if, if girls have got any other questions, I'm happy to give it a go. James Marshall, Ask the Naturals, signing out. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.